This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by surviving the Kumite. If you're able to survive the Kumite, then uh, you are one of the greatest fighters of all time. Of course, if you don't survive the Kumite, then then you're just dead and and you're, you're not going to appear on this week's episode of Rental Reviews. <laughs> Fuck you. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I'm your host, Tad Burton. With me today from Philly, where I will be in two weeks, it's Tony from Hack the Movies. Hello, Tab. I'm so glad to be here. I, uh, after previously dying in a kumite, I have, I have survived. I went back to the kumite after dying. And this time I survived and it felt great. I finally got to talk about Bloodsport today. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was your episode that came out today. Yes. I have not yet watched it, but <laughs> I, I will probably watch it after we finish recording. It is a fun one. How's it been going? Oh, it's been a nightmare. Um, no, everything's been going pretty well. Uh yeah, I just I, I'm this is the first live broadcast I'm doing from the, the new store set, which is pretty cool. Yeah, because the rest of the room was not an option because it's a disaster area right now. Uh, but yeah, it's going pretty, pretty well. Um, I have a bunch of episodes already filmed for April and even some for May. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Philly show as well. Nice. Yeah, me too. I uh, I I. I think the last one I went to was in May of last year was uh, the WTP show in Nashville. So okay. Jones and to go see like a, well, a free or a live show again. Well, uh, famously I, 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 I embarrass myself and like I keep saying, one? yeah, I keep saying I'm going to get it right this time. I'm going to introduce the show properly. I'm going to be fun, excited. I'm not going to sit down <laughs> and I'm not going to get made fun of for a year. Like I have the last time. <laughs> yeah, Tony, you're gonna do the opening of yeah, I pretty much invited myself. I basically told Carl, like, I need to come and redeem myself for that last one. Where you fell was that you fell asleep backstage? No, I I I took too strong of an edible. Mm. And then Riley told Dick that I should uh, open the show. Riley's an asshole uh, mm-hmm. and then I got up on stage and I sat down because I was dizzy and then I for, kind of forgot what I was doing and then I did manage to introduce the show and then I blacked out and somehow I ended up back on stage like on the panel and I remember being like this is a terror I shouldn't be up here but I couldn't move because I was too high <laughs> uh, so I didn't really black out I was just going like I, my eyes were open I was awake but I was just in and out of consciousness the whole night all right, so, so I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to be fun. It's going to be great. I've been practicing. It's going to be awesome. He's going to be drinking exclusively out of his own hip flask. Yeah. He's going to be the only person there wearing a mask, like a full uh, gonna- filtration <laughs> mask so you don't get like a contact high. I have my brother-in-law coming with me. I have to make sure no one puts anything in my drink. <laughs> there are people who are trying to like do something to me before the show to fuck me up. I'm like, no, don't. Please don't. <laughs> Slip him a Mickey and get you to fall down like that episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. If anyone <laughs> st- stands next to you and starts talking about 
says, I need to whisper you a secret about my bra. Uh, <laughs> don't don't listen to them because another person is is spiking your drink. <laughs> uh, I uh, yesterday was Easter and yes, I went and rode around on my motorcycle around town mm. for like three hours, just kind of aimlessly rode and rode and rode. Got a flat tire, which is awesome. I got like a oh. leak in my rear inner tube. Didn't last a week in on the, these shitty streets before I now have to go get a repair, which pisses me off. Uh, but I was just, and then I came home and made a fire, and I was just reflecting on, um, like what my Easter was like in 2022 versus this year. And in 2022, mm-hmm. Truck and Tuck and Tim and I loaded out P, uh, PBR from the arena in Tulsa. We worked, I think we started like at 11 and we finished at five or something. So we worked over six, we worked six hours. Uh, we, at the end, the last hour of the call, we were making octuple time because of the like bylaws yeah. of holidays <clears throat> and after midnight pay. And then, um, them going into a meal penalty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, and then, so then I slept for a few hours and I woke up and then I spent the rest of the day, like setting calls for the rest of the, you know, the week that was coming and just for like comparing and contrasting those two yeah. different Easter's, I was like, wow, what a great life choice that I've made by not doing <laughs> my job anymore. <laughs> like I was, so I was in the backyard, like smoking a cigar, uh, drinking a beer, the fire going and listening to Miles Davis. And I was just like, (laughs) this is the most relaxed that I think I could possibly be. I'm almost there. I'm so close to getting there. (laughs) Like, like, I just need to finish this move and finish organizing. And then I can have days like that. (laughs) But literally when I'm not editing, I'm just up and down. I'm driving back and forth and I'm like, Oh God, I just want to be able to relax finally, but I'm almost there. Tab. I'm getting so close. (laughs) I I believe in you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, is there anything else you want to catch any, anybody up with? Or are you ready to jump into some issues? Uh, I'm ready to jump into some issues. What is your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get. <laughs> Shitty, cheap poster frames. Why, why are they still making these tab? Why are they still? Ma- I stopped buying these a while ago, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I just moved. And you might notice this uh, Mad Max uh, poster frame I have here doesn't have the bottom black plastic piece. Where did that go? I don't know. I lost it two moves ago. Uh, <laughs> this system of the the flimsy plastic clip that clips the uh, plastic sheet in front of it, uh, it's garbage. Why are we still doing this? Have you ever had to deal with this shit? Yeah, I have. Uh... I have I have my rhinestone poster is in a shitty frame that I got at Walmart. Yeah, it's like they're never these. Tim brought that brought in poster frames a couple of years ago because I got him a Japanese. Oh, son of a bitch! I'm I'm taking someone else's issue. Yeah, I well. Why I, didn't you tell me? Because <laughs> it's funnier that way. I bought him a Japanese yeah, so- <laughs> rhinestone poster, and yeah. he was like, he went on this whole autistic. Uh, quest to find I don't remember if that was his issue or if he just like mentioned trying to find the poster in the episode but uh, it, it was some weird size and so he had to like order a, a frame from Scandinavia or something I'm like just fucking slap it in a thing it'll be fine I've got mm-hmm. art like my sister has art that I framed mm-hmm. frame is clearly way too big for the, the piece of art and it's all like 
droop down. I don't give a fuck. It's it's fucking hung up. Yeah. Uh, I I'm I have other posters that I want to frame, but mm-hmm. it's like, man, this is just going to be a pain in the ass to find unless you go to a custom framer and spend yeah. an outrageous amount for something to hold yeah. a picture. I I can't do the the plastic clip-in shit anymore. It's so terrible. Uh, and I have a bunch of these. And as I was moving them, I'm like, take them out of my car. And I'm like, where did that piece go? Where did that piece go? And now I'm hunting down different pieces. And then I have to match them all up to the right size. But they're all black. They all look alike. And by the way, they're never the right size. They never fully connect the way they should. And uh, I freaking hate it. Uh, I'm pretty much done with frames at this point. Uh, behind this, I have one of those magnetic uh, clip sort of poster frames so you can hang posters. Mm-hmm. And basically for the show, like if I'm doing a specific movie I have a poster for, I just take Alien 3 down and I'm just going to clip that shit and then roll it up. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this plastic clip shit. I can't do it anymore. And then like the, the, they always get like scratched and dirty. Yeah, because it's super cheap plastic. So yeah. Yeah, or they'll crack, which is yeah. also annoying. The, yeah, they, or, or like the, the clips will will crack and then they'll like hang off and it's uh, and sometimes they just fall off. You'll have it on the wall. Uh, I, before I had it on a wall, my desk was in front of it and I would just hear the clips like fall off and I'm like, okay, now I got to move my whole goddamn desk and hunt for this fucking thing. Well, and uh, then they have the, the actual part that hangs, you know, is not, yeah. it's, it's like a bent, pop tab more or less yeah and you kind of like bend it out a little bit and you slip it over the nail but it's just glued to the cardboard so if you get if you're in an area that has a high humidity swing they will just delaminate from the cardboard and now the whole like oh it's yeah this poster is framed but i can't like hang it up anywhere i guess i can glue this back on a hundred times it's like super sharp metal so like you trying to get it on the wall if you like miss you're just scratching up your wall like crazy mm-hmm. I fucking hate it <laughs> I I hate them too I I have this really great uh it's called a caricature poster a caricature map of mm-hmm. Tulsa that I found at a uh I found it at a um antique store mm-hmm. last year or the year before right before I moved basically. But I had, there was a Bill and Ruth, which was a sandwich place in town, and they had this this caricature map of Tulsa, and I I always found it fascinating every time we went in there. And so then I was helping Truckin' and Tuckin' mm. move his grandfather's stuff out of his condo after his grandfather died, and he had one of these maps, and I was like, oh my god, Truckin' and Tuckin', I need this map. Like I, I've always wanted one of these posters and he was like, well, that one actually doesn't belong to my grandfather. It belongs to this neighbor person who's a lunatic. So that person <laughs> took that poster and I was like, fuck. <laughs> so then a few months go by and I found it at this antique store and I bought it, but it was just like, um, alligator clip to a piece of cardboard. There's like a hundred oh. little alligator clips all around. So it's like, it has form it. I it's sitting on my bar upstairs and it's like well that kind of does work i'm i'm really pretty fine with that i don't really need to go you know because like you said you get one of those cheap frames and then you know something brushes against it because i was gonna hang it behind the bar Mm -hmm. somewhere you know something brushes against it and scratches that little plastic or it bends you know two degrees further than it should and it just cracks apart uh 
And so, but at the same time, I don't want to like, cause it's big. It's like mm-hmm. three feet by two and a half feet. And so I don't want to go to Hobby Lobby and like put, or, or a framing gallery and have put like a wooden frame around this thing that I then have to haul around the next time I move where you have this like yeah. really ornate frame with such a silly image inside of it. <laughs> um, I did yeah, that get, for a, uh, I had a comic book that like folded out and had like the Predator, RoboCop, Time Cop, not the Van Damme version, like the comic book version. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like this cheap comic. The comic was like five, like 10 cents, but it folded into this amazing artwork and I got it like custom framed. And the frame was like a hundred something for a comic that I got for less than a quarter. <laughs> yeah. It looks great, but yeah, that shit's pricey. If there isn't like an already made frame, you're fucked. So then you're like, oh, I'm smart. I'll just get this. But you're not smart. This is going to make your life miserable. Don't do it. Yeah, and also you get the thing where it like compresses the 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 poster slightly. So instead of being nice and flat, there's like a dip in the middle, which looks yeah. weird. I, yeah. We really like, we should be asking more from these poster frame people because they just like, <laughs> set that shit up for, you know, set that the cheapest stuff available. This will kind of tie into my issue too, but okay. uh, yeah, the, everything has to be as cheap as possible to just, you know, instead of selling, instead of selling you a poster frame that you like, that works well, that holds your thing, that looks mm-hmm. nice. We'll sell you a hundred of them over the course of your life because the ones we make keep falling apart because they're pieces of shit. Yeah. We have these giant images on the back wall of the theater I work in of like mm-hmm. their last year shows. So, but they print them out on giant um, foam core board p- yeah. p- panels. So they're like, I think they're probably four by three. They're gigantic, but they're inside these. They look nice. They're like brass frames. But then when you actually have to swap the pictures out once a year, mm-hmm. they're fucking awful. They're, they're, the foam core sits in against the edges of the frame, you know? And then yeah. there's all these like spring clip things that slide into place to keep it pressed against the back. And then it just has this flimsy piece of um, wire rope. That's what it's actually hung on. So, mm-hmm. and then they'll, the, the clips also somehow like keep tension to keep the whole thing held together. So when you pull the picture out, then the whole mechanism wants to just like basically collapse and fall apart. Jesus. And, and then you're, you're like wrestling it back together and trying not to lose any of the little microscopic screws that (laughs) hold stuff in. And then you go like, so I had to, I did, how many are there? There's like eight of them, I guess. And I'm on like, frame seven swapping these posters out one at a time. Right. And, and I, I get to frame seven and I go to hang it on the wall and one of the clips pops out and the whole thing like just (laughs) explodes apart. Basically the, the, the frame splits in half and, but it's still kind of hanging by its little loop. So it just collapses and then it's just hanging there. The poster board falls out. The little clips go rocketing out into like, they must have opened little dement- Doctor Strange yeah. dimensional portals and just disappeared <laughs> from the earth. Because then I had to go ask, and it's like, oh, no, there's a little box of spare parts for these things. Like, oh, that's good. But I, <laughs> I the thing falls apart, and I just go, I go like, God damn it! Because <laughs> I had been, I had fucked with so many of them, and I'm just like, I was yeah. so close to being done, and then that one fucked me so hard. And I'm sure that these cost 
at least a hundred dollars when they were yeah. bought in probably 1973 and they're just <laughs> fucking garbage. So it's like, you can't even, I, I think aside from going to a, a framer and having like a real frame put on these things, that's the only way to get something of quality. Yeah. But then you have that weird, I mean, I guess you would get something that is simple with just, you know, plain blood. You don't need like big ornate yeah. uh, Sullivan-esque framing. But, uh, yeah, Tim's was non-universal sizing of posters. That was, that was uh, what his issue was. Oh, gotcha. So it wasn't poster frames. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I, so two, two totally different things. Yeah. I, I once brought in funerals like two weeks after Tim brought in funerals. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got on posters. Uh, yeah. I, I guess I could do a bonus, uh, real, real quick bonus. Here's what I don't get. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, plagiarism, you know, just write your yeah. own shit. There you go. That's all I got for that one. <laughs> just write your own shit. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> do some research on the show you're on, uh, yeah. before. Yeah. His was poster sizing. I just looked it up. Okay. Yeah. I, man, I wish, I also feel like these are these kinds of issues are the things like the majority of people, they have like one poster that they, they put up in like a little yeah. frame in their house and they're like, Oh yeah, that, that's fine. It's no big deal. But when you're like into movies and you have all those movie yeah. posters, cause I, I probably, I don't know, maybe I finally threw them away, but I had, I had at one point just had this role and it was like two or three dozen movie posters. Mm -hmm. Like they, you know, they give them away at the midnight premieres and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't have enough wall space to hang any of these. Yeah. I, a lot of them at the, I think I did throw a bunch of them away. I think that's what I did. A bunch of them were superhero movies. And I was just like, you know, th these all suck now. Uh, <laughs> they suck now. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's just like, do I really I want to? I, I can go back and watch like Iron Man and be happy and not have to think about like the, the little girl Iron Man and Black Panther too. I'm not going to watch it and be like, hey, you suck now. <laughs> well, but would you, would you put up a, like a Star Wars poster, would you put up an Empire Strikes Back poster in your house? Unironically, at this point, uh, yeah, I have. Up, up until recently, I did. Uh, I've had since they came out the special editions. I've had the Pepsi exclusive posters that they made, uh, and it's Darth Vader, C three PO, and like the scariest looking Yoda puppet I've ever seen in my entire. Life. It used to give me nightmares as a kid. Uh, but that's more, that is kind of ironic because it is the special edition. It is Pepsi themed. Mm. But yeah, I can still like hang. I still have Star Wars stuff that I enjoy. And I'm not just like fucking Kathleen Kennedy. Like, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> like, like, like when I I'm look not, at no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying you should be angry about him, but I'm, I'm would be embarrassed, right? I don't want to, <laughs> I wouldn't want someone to walk into my house and be like, oh, you, you're a 32 year old man and you have star Wars posters in your house. Do you, do you like star Wars? Like, no, not really. I mean, the same, like I wouldn't put up a star Trek poster either. Yeah. Well, that's Probably. a good thing about having this. Now I've moved like all of my stuff into just one contained area and the rest of the house doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. So it's like, all right, it's all here now. It's all here. It's uh, I, uh, yeah. It, it's so, you're you're the point being when you get yeah. might as well put some sharks on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, sharks are cool as shit. 
Uh, I do in my bathroom. I do have like a little shark statue and a shark thing. <laughs> They're not above. Although I am the guy who sleeps with a Bruce Willis headboard. Still, I have the. I still have the giant uh, cardboard thing of Bruce Willis from Die Hard Four as my headboard. But that's because it's such a fun. It's a fun pun. It's it's a literal headboard tab. It's a faceboard. It, it's a head. It's his head. It's a headboard. Mm. Look, it's worked for me since 2008, okay? It's the, it's the one stupid thing I still have in my room. The uh when you're when you have to interface with those things so much, people will be like, "Why are you why are you so upset about these these frames, Tony?" And it's just like, yeah. "Well, yeah, it doesn't bother you cuz you don't have to deal with it on a semi-regular basis." Yeah. I have to interface with this. It's like why Mac computers frustrate me so much mm-hmm. uh, because I am always, tr- it, it always seems like I'm trying to do like the 1% level of interfacing that they're really not designed for. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and then, you know, the, the 99% or that does, it's like, Oh, this is my Facebook machine. They're mm-hmm. like, well, why don't you just use it as a Facebook machine? Cause uh, Facebook is the devil. It's the devil, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's the devil. <laughs> Uh, and like, and so, yeah, when you, it's like, oh yeah, that's a real measly annoyance you're, you're talking about there. Like, yeah, yeah, it is a measly annoyance. It is, uh, a making a mountain out of a molehill, but at the same time, it's like, no, no, it it is a problem. Normal people. Yeah, it is a problem. I literally, cause I had them all in the garage and I brought them in and like all the sides fell off of all of them. And then I had to like put them on a table and like a fucking, a fucking crime scene guy. I had to like measure each one. I'm like, okay, that one goes to that one and that one. And then as I was putting them on and picking them up, I already felt like some of them falling off. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. If I ever have to touch these again. I, so the, you know, it'd be great. Would be like <clears throat> a, a big frame and you <clears throat> put your posters in there and it somehow cycled them through for you. Yeah, that could be cool. I mean, I think those do exist. I've seen stuff where they, the sheets are like automatic. It probably costs like a shit ton of money. Yeah. I like how movie theaters do it, where it's like a like a glass door. You pop it yeah. in, then you shut it. But I don't have room for that here. Ugh. Too true. Yep. Or if they just make like movie posters out of something a little bit better than tissue paper. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because they, nice. they're printed on like the worst quality paper. They are. They are. Yeah. You could get like a custom one if you want to, but again, who's got the money for that shit? Uh, there's a so there's a guy that I worked with. He was the prop master for uh, one of the companies in town, and he has his house is like he has like a gallery of props from movies and stuff. And mm-hmm. he, I, I follow him on Instagram, and he's been buying all of these art posters for movies that, that like an artist will make a poster, you know, for Terminator two today yeah. and then sell them on. And so he's been buying all these art posters and they're cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I see him. I'm like, that's a neat artwork, but then you have to, he's been, and he's been having them all framed. Now that I'm thinking about it too. And like, I remember he posted at one point, he he drafted all the posters that he had and like the wall of this room and organized them so that he could get the maximum number of posters on this one wall. Mm. And I was just like, that is a lot of work for, yeah, for something that you don't even necessarily need. <laughs> but, you know, he makes really good money doing yeah. making props, making custom props for things. So 
you know, well, you uh, spend one, it how you wish. One last note on posters. Uh, while I was moving back down here, I did find an old box from the 90s. And I forgot that, like, at some point, some video store was going out of business. And my grandfather got, like, a box of their posters. And I started, like, going through them. And I found a poster for Amityville Dollhouse. And then I realized a lot of them are for, like, direct-to-video schlock. So at some point on Patreon for uh, Mike's the $10 live stream tier, I'm just going to go because I didn't look at the rest of them. I, I looked at like three and I'm like, OK, I got to do a Patreon live stream where I'm just looking. I'm going to keep hanging them up. I'm like, all right, let's see what this movie is. Oh, this is some stupid bullshit I've never heard of. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to look at that. But none of those are probably going to get framed except for maybe Amityville Dollhouse. That's a that's a very important movie tab. That's uh, they find a dollhouse that looks like the Amityville house. Yeah, and, and that means and that means demon. They never said if it's from the house like the previous movies did, where they're like, "This clock's from the Amityville house. This lamp's from the Amityville house." It's like, "Oh, we got a dollhouse. It looks like the Amityville house." Oh, I guess we have demons now. It's fucking terrible. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I have I have a poster that apparently Truckin' and Tuckin' and I found when um, when he Tim and I worked for this haunted house it was in an mm. old grocery store and the groceries so you came in like the front doors of the grocery store and then you exited out the what was yeah. the video rental area of the grocery store mm. and apparently when we were digging around in there we found a poster that we gave to tim because we thought it was funny and then tim held on to it for like 10 years <laughs> and when i moved out here he gave it to me as a uh he gave it to me as a uh uh joke i'm gonna go okay. grab it because it's it's pretty funny while you're doing that i'm gonna grab the scary yoda one i mentioned we'll be right back and i'm back okay wait for tab to come back i saw some people in the chat got uh let's see ASE presents happy Monday boys. I'll be watching this instead of the veto and mint tonight. Oh, okay. Us boys got to stick together. Riley ox mad live stream says good choice. ASE presents says nice green screen and nice new set. Fun fact. Dick initially asked me to do the intro and I grabbed you to do it because I was too sober. I'm behind the stream. So I won't bog the chat up with empty comments, but prayer hands. Okay. I was just reading the chat while you were coming back. Let's see your poster that you're talking about. So this is this is uh no idea who this is. Mitch Gaylord. Mitch Gaylord. <laughs> but it is a it is a life-size poster. <laughs> of a guy. Is this like a porn star or something? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I have no idea, but apparently Truckin' and Tuck and I gave this to Tim thinking it was hilarious. And it absolutely was. I'm looking up Mitch Gaylord. Is an American gymnast, actor, and Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> what movies was he in? I don't know, but there was this life-size poster of him at this uh, <laughs> store we worked at. I'm thing. seeing if he's been in anything big. Uh, oh, he was... I think he was uh, Robin's brother who dies in Batman Forever. There's the biggest movie on his IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> he had no lines of dialogue. And he just died. So here's the uh, the cracked out Yoda I was talking about. I've had this thing since I was a kid. This thing used to scare the shit out of me. 
Imagine trying to sleep and I like literally this was next to C3PO and Darth Vader. And like you got Darth Vader, like the scary bad guy. No. When you had like a nightlight on and then this thing was staring at you, it's like, holy shit, Yoda's gonna fucking murder me. <laughs> he's just he's looking like he's having a bad day. <laughs> he looks really rough. Uh, you had a nightlight oh. as a kid? Uh, yeah. Oh, and look, 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 look. Look, look, look. The fucking bottom's not connecting. Isn't that great? <laughs> Isn't that great? I think it's gonna fall apart as as we watch. I, it I was I was waiting for it to just snap. Uh, I didn't need a nightlight. I just had one. Dude, I sleep with like one of those galaxy lamps and just like feel like I'm in space. It's awesome. I hate having light in the bedroom. I also fall asleep with the TV on sometimes too. So. But I don't, I'm not, I'm not like scared. I'm not like, oh my God. Like, yeah, I can sleep in the dark also. It's fine. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, that brings us yeah. to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for. Cet épisode vous est présenté en partie par le réseau de nouvelles Rikida. Définitivement pas de fausses nouvelles. Um, so we got a news story here from Italy. Ah, oh, Mamma Mia. Four people between the ages of 26 and 43, three men and a woman, okay. uh, were traveling aboard, aboard the train from Milan to Ventimiglia. Okay. When the controller asked them for their tickets, they instead presented a plastic sheet called self-determination, explaining that they were subjects of pre-juridical international law, diplomatic ambassadors out of every planetary jurisdiction, as well as a one-man country which is why the control carried out against them was an attack on their free state pursued by the world court as they citizens of the world uh, were within their right to travel for free. <laughs> Strong agree. Strong agree. The four you know, this, of them. I these, these governments trying to police our planetary bodies. Uh, they've gone too far. Just let us ride the train for free. You assholes. <laughs> They define themselves as flat earthers and citizens of the world. And <laughs> yeah. Gave those self-determination sheets. The uh, the train was was stopped for more than an hour while they tried to figure out how to get these people off. Uh, they are accused <laughs> of interruption of a public service. I I don't understand. At what point would you just be like, oh, yeah, you know what? Just all right. Just fucking ride the train, <laughs> you psychopath. Who knew that Italy had sovereign citizens as well? Uh, yeah, no, I can see that. I can see. I'm surprised it doesn't happen. Hey, more am I or... being a detained here? Come on. <laughs> am I being a detained? I don't know. I've, I've never physically been to the motherland, but there's a lot of weird shit that happens there. I remember my one co-host, Trisha, we reviewed some movie called uh, Return, uh, Return of the Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in the beginning, the Pope's doing an announcement about how the devil is bad. I'm like, does that happen in Italy? There's just people on speakerphones telling you the devil's bad. She's like, no, people go around on megaphones saying that they have mattresses for sale. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? So like, yeah, people sell mattresses off the back of a truck with megaphones just announcing it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> Would we you ever a- buy a mattress off the back of a truck with a guy on a megaphone? No, that's where you, that's the way you buy ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Do 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 the mattress man, the mattress man. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh another person like you, a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, 
was a, a young prankster was shot and critically injured over the weekend while filming a prank video for his YouTube channel. Just before noon on Sunday, 21-year-old Tanner Cook went to the Dulles Town Center in Dulles, Virginia uh, to shoot a video for his YouTube channel, Cla- Classified Goons. I guess that's the name of the, mm. the channel. Cook and the rest of the Classified Goons are known for venturing into public places and pranking unsuspected people going on about their days. Uh, he's opposed as a Target employee, stolen people's shopping carts at Walmart, and pretend to urinate on the floor of a store. He has nearly 40,000 subscribers. So uh, less than me. He got killed. <laughs> Probably got more views, though. I don't know. Um, so apparently he, he encountered a particularly uncooperative participant near the mall's food court, and a fight broke out. Uh, the suspect later identified as 31-year-old Alan Colley of Leesburg, pulled out a semi-automatic pistol, gotta mm. gotta make it sound scary, and shot him in the abdomen. Cook was raced to the hospital where they discovered the bullet had punctured his stomach and liver, but they are pretty sure he'll make a full recovery, which is really the bad news in the story, because yeah. we do not need another fucking prank bro YouTuber. That was the thing. So I, um, I don't know if I ever told you, I used to film prank videos for a, a big pr- YouTube prankster, mm-hmm. uh, but it was always hard because like, at that time, there were people who were just straight up faking their pranks. Like it was staged. Everything was staged. Yeah. And they were getting millions and we didn't stage our stuff. But at the same time, we didn't like, we like to mess with people and stuff, but we didn't want to like, there were people that were just like going in the hood and just pissing off black people to get reactions out of them. It's like, well, is there like a joke here? Or are you just trying to get a black person to scream? I think uh, we know and the there- joke that's being made, Tony. Huh? I think we know the joke being made. <laughs> yeah. But there were people like that where it's like, okay, well, I know you want to get people angry and antagonize them, but like, it's got to be kind of funny and clever. You're just pissing people off. And then oh, sure enough, I think there are pranksters in the past who did get killed. Yeah. Fucking with people. And it's like, yeah, well, what was it? I heard the one guy. Went around. It. Yeah. One guy was just like to asking people if they want to die and then he would pull out hair dye. And if I remember the story right, he said that to one guy who I guess didn't appreciate the clever pun. Uh, so he literally died. Uh, but yeah, these <laughs> prank guys, a lot of the, a lot of times it's like, okay, you're just being mean, which can be funny. But it's, I don't know. I don't know. I like how Frank Castle does it. You ever watch any of the Frank Castle stuff? Uh, yeah, dude, bro, you lost your dogs. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is so funny because like the funny thing with that is like, he just goes, hey, you dropped your dogs. But the people could just ignore him and walk away. And instead, they get so offended and they have to engage him. It's like, no, just keep walking. Like, if that happened to me, I'd be like, oh, it's not mine. And I would just keep walking. Yeah, there was a there was a post on Instagram the other day that was, like, talking about how what percentage of wealth generations have had at, at 40 versus yeah. – and so – like boomers, they had 25% of the world's wealth when they were yeah. in their, when they hit 40 or they accounted for 20 mm. and, and millennials only have like 12% or something. Yeah. I don't remember what the number was, but uh, <clears throat> then there are all these people in the comments just being like, millennials are so entitled. They needed to instead of taking these degrees in basket weaving, they needed to like, uh, get a real job and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you fucking people told us all we had to go yes. to college. That was the and- worst part. It's like, yeah, you all told us we had to go and that uh, we wouldn't be able to get a job. And then that was the, sh- I bitched about it when I was in college. I'm like, why am I taking all this? Can I just go for what I'm supposed to go for? Yeah. Well, you gotta be, you gotta be well-rounded tab. 
I got to be a well-rounded student. It's like, fuck you. You're just you trying to charge me more. Created this system and then yeah. and and then it didn't work out. And some somehow that's our fault. And so I went in there and I was like, these kids need to take a finance class. Then I, I was able to buy my first home at 40 by, you know, going to night school and yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, I started commenting, okay, boomer, on all these guys' posts. <laughs> Every fucking one of them replied, oh, so another fucking title millennial soy boy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, it, and, and so then I just replied to those again with, okay, boomer. Like, <laughs> you could just ignore it. The fact, like, you flipping out on me for, for saying two words to you yeah. is, is the reason why you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like how I used to rile people up with just saying K. Yeah. Uh, or what was the, I actually still do this one on occasion. I get people pissed. They like reply with like a novel and I just reply with, I didn't read that. And I just keep every time they send it, I'm like, I didn't read that after, but just to really fuck with them. I'll be like, Hey, I really want to ask, answer your question. You asked me about this, but I actually didn't read your comments. So I can't. And then that really confuses them because I referenced something in the comment. And they fall for it every time. It's like, just stop talking to me. Like, all your problems will be done if you just stop talking. Speaking of yeah. that, the here's yeah. why I don't get uh, Twitter was reinstated last week. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. I missed I, it. How did I miss it? I don't know. We we were banned um, in 2019 yeah. because of the Ron Toy, Monica Real, Vic Mignogna lawsuit oh, situation. Because yeah. I, I had to delete a tweet. Before they let me back in, but I started going on all of Ron's tweets when he was like tough talking people and just really, really, really over the top praising him and like calling him a hero and telling him I wanted to suck his dick. And like, <laughs> uh, I was bullied for having a micro penis as a, as a young man. I wish there had been a hero like you to save me. And apparently that riled him up and I got reported and the, the account got banned, but it just got unbanned. So, oh, wow. Wild stuff. You, you got to you got to tweet him again. <laughs> hey, buddy, it's me again. Hey, Ron Toy, you're still a faggot. I can say that now because Elon owns this this platform. Uh, Fucking Elon, like uh, my uh, on Twitter, the whole thing, the, like the what's trending for like a month now. Whenever I click on one of the things that's trending, uh, I get a notification just saying like, "We're not able to show you results. It's not your fault." I'm like, okay, well, whose fault is it? Why can't I see any of the results? Uh, I've got one more news story here. Okay. Uh, this one is uh, also from Italy. <laughs> a, a jogger who was found torn to shreds in a forest was oh. believed to have been brutally killed and ripped apart by bears. Oh, Italian <laughs> bears. Yeah, Andrea Poppy was last seen alive yesterday morning, April 5th, uh, going out for a run in Val de Sol in Trent. Tino, Italy. His mutilated corpse was found in a wooded area just hours later after his girlfriend called local police when he failed to return home for dinner. Investigators found him with severe wounds that appeared to have been the results of a wild animal attack. The young physical trainer student is believed to have been attacked by one or several bears on the forest road overlooking his hometown. Yeah. They suspect that he may have been mauled on the road before being dragged deeper into the forest where he was disemboweled. An oh, autopsy Jesus. is being carried out to figure out if Andrea was already dead when the animals found him. Culprits are likely to be brown bears, which live in forests and woodlands in the northern Italian yeah, area. Uh, the case has shocked the local community with many residents claiming bear sightings have been on the rise. 
So, you know, everybody thinks bears are all cute and cuddly. They want to give them a big hug. Well, this guy got one final hug from a, from the bears. <laughs> well, look, I saw that movie Cocaine Bear, and I know that they're not friendly. Yeah, that's uh, I did not see that movie, and I, I don't think I'm going to go see a movie ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's video. It's a fun hour and a half time. Uh, I After seeing John Wick 4, and it was like the worst movie going experience of my entire life. I'm I'm pretty much I think I'm completely I'm off the movie theater. Have, have you forever. already talked about this on the show? Yeah. Okay, never mind. I was gonna ask you about it, but just tell me later. <laughs> okay. Uh anyway. Well, uh that has been the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. And that takes care of our legal obligation this week, but you know it doesn't take care of our getting uh, Bear insurance. <laughs> okay, I was trying to come up with something. <laughs> so if you want to help us get bear insurance from when yeah. we eventually do Road Rage Italy, we get mm-hmm. eaten, t- torn <laughs> apart by bears. Uh, you can visit us at Patreon. Or you, you can visit us at, oh, I guess I, I should have done this earlier. <laughs> Subscribestar.com slash HWIDG, tip.hwidg.com, and Patreon.com slash HWIDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get which is the name of the show. And over there we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets early access to each week's episode. Plus our monthly mini sodes. We have our $2 tiers where we throw random bits and bobs. Tim and I did a review of John wick that I need to edit and okay. put out John wick four. And then we have our $5 tier. Where we do a bon- our bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. Where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. And then we have our $10 tier. Where we do a monthly movie commentaries. And finally we have our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. Next week's episode is going to be, is a spite producer request. It's going to be uh, a very, very interesting. I think it'll be a lot different than the episodes prior to now. So, okay. Well, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, let's get back to some issues. Here's what I don't get. Disposability. It seems more and more like the world we live in, everything is completely disposable. And it's gotten to such a, it's like, I feel like we crossed a threshold at disposability where we went from it being things being disposable to now things just not even existing. Mm -hmm. So I went to see John Wick 4 and my ticket was a barcode on my phone. and. So there was no ability to like pick up tickets at a at a counter. It was just pull up the thing on your phone. And then he scanned it. And then at the end of the movie, I opened up the page again and my ticket was gone. Just like it had never existed. Mm-hmm. And it saddens me because for many years now, like our our tickets have gone from like this is this is for Jurassic World. Yeah. That I saw in 2022, 619, 2022. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, this is for Dominion. This is like a receipt paper, basically. And then, yeah, they, I miss the old like almost cardboard feeling tickets. I have a bunch of them in like a box somewhere. Like when I was in high school, I would just keep the tickets. Yeah, here's a here's my movie t- my ticket stub to John Wick three and IMAX. Mm-hmm. I got a child's ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they don't really check those ever, do they? Yeah, another another receipt. But this is this is like every movie that I have seen in theaters since uh, Harry Potter 1119, 2005. Jesus. Yeah. I have those two somewhere. 
but the thing is, like at the back of this, there are you know these nice ticket stubs with it have like they have some mm. amount of of thickness and and weight, and now it's all just these shitty receipt papers and. And now that even the receipt paper you don't even get anymore. Now it's just uh, now you just get a little just scan on your phone, boom, and it's uh, doesn't exist. It'll never exist. And as soon as the movie's over, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's really disappointing. Like I can I can look at these these tickets and you know remember who I went and saw these movies with. You know I, I saw E.T. in theaters. It's yeah. crazy. Um, no, I, I know that feeling. I mean, I get it. They want to go paperless and all that and cut down on resources and whatnot. But yeah, that was like a thing since like films began. People would keep tickets for like movies that they had a special connection with. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, here's some receipt paper that'll fade. And that's it. And and now, now yeah, now everything has to be paperless. We, we, so like I got my water bill here is weird. It's uh, I, I get billed quarterly. Okay. So I pay for water bills a year instead of like monthly. And God. the first one came, well, the first one came and there was a credit on my account, which was weird. And I tried hmm. to figure that out with the landlord and they just kind of like let it go. So I didn't pay my first month's water bill, yeah. my first quarter's water bill or my second quarter's water bill, I think. <laughs> But I finally paid a water bill. Uh, mm-hmm. I, fi- I think I think I paid my the fourth quarter of 2022. I paid yeah. that water bill, and then I got an email that was like, "Your water bill is ready for the for the first quarter of 2023." And I was like, "Can I get it mailed to me so that I can like put that on a my desk and go? I need to pay this today, as opposed to just having because yeah. they don't do." I'm totally fine with paperless billing when it's auto pay. Yeah. Well, if you're not doing auto pay, I really need the physical thing to go. Yeah. I re- need to you remember need to do a physical this. reminder. You're <laughs> just never going to do it. Cause the email, as soon as it like pops up, it's now, Oh, I, well, I got an email about that. Now it's red. And now it's basically just disappeared as mm. opposed to, I can have that bill on the desk and be like, ah, I need to sit down and pay this bill today. Clickety clackety paid and then put it into the trash or if, of you know the box that I keep old bills in, so that I can prove that I live somewhere. Whenever I inevitably have to prove that I live somewhere to the fucking government, <laughs> uh, and <clears throat> like I understand this whole push to be green and environmentally friendly and all that, but it's I'm really tired of our phones being like the be all end all of everything. Everything needs to be an app on your phone. Everything needs to be non-existent in cyberspace. And like, why would I, why can't I have a physical thing anymore? Why can't I get a receipt? Like you go to home Depot now and they're like, Oh yeah, we're going to email you a receipt. All those square, like checkout things. It's just an email that's sent to you. And then, which is particularly frustrating when you have to like submit receipts to be reimbursed. Cause now, now I have to do the work of printing mm. this thing and giving yeah, it to someone now, for them. Now to I have to pre- yeah. So fucking annoying. It's like, just print me out the receipt. Uh, if I don't want it, just print it automatically. If I don't want it, I'll just throw it in the freaking recycling. Yeah. And 
Yeah. So yeah, I've I've been buying stuff and I think I have to claim it next year. So I like I have to I will now have to print all the receipts out and shit. Yeah. Like your your poster thing. Those are those are disposable items. They're not meant to they're meant to like you put the poster in it, you put it on the wall, and then if you ever want to touch it again, the whole thing needs to be replaced and thrown away because we cannot allow ourselves to have anything that lasts and mm-hmm. so the stuff is just it's like trash the minute it comes out you get these everything on amazon anymore is like some made in china thing that they just slap some fake logo on the front of they list seven of them with seven different logos it's coming from the same factory it's the same shit tier thing yeah. so you can't even like do a research and find the good one anymore it's not they're not like tiered it's just this trick of of choice where if you need some electronics like this where like we have tvs that cost hundreds of dollars and it's just kind of like yeah i mean it'll break down in in two years it just will stop working one day the backlight will just won't boot on because we use the cheapest possible materials to make it and they're all prone to failure Especially like post lockdown, things have gotten even worse. Like, um, like I'm trying to like fix my merch store and shit mm-hmm. because uh, Teespring, and it's not just me; it's like other creators. Like before, like COVID, you know, it wasn't like the best thing ever, but their shirts would last for a while. And then I was just now that I'm moving, I'm going through my clothes, and I'm seeing like shirts that I had printed from my store, and then like shirts I bought from other people's store, and they're all just like falling apart. And like completely dissolving like the the printing on it. And I'm like, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it was never great. It definitely faded, but it was never this bad. And yeah, now I'm about to throw out a bunch of shirts. Like my, I love my, uh, wow, I can't believe it, mint salad shirt, but it's all falling apart. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. And like, there's the, there's the buy it for life movement. No. And it's harder and harder to find those things that you buy for life. Like mm-hmm. I, I was looking for a raincoat. I wanted like a, a three quarter length raincoat so that when it rains, I could wear that instead of whatever jacket I have lying around. That's mostly water resistant. And the, it's like, yeah, you can buy like this raincoat for 50 or $60 on Amazon, but it's, and it's got a five-star review. And then you start scrolling through reviews and it's like, uh, certified or I received this in, in exchange for a product review. And it's just like, well, then I don't fucking believe you. Yeah. Uh, and so, and I, so I don't understand Oxmed Livestream says, yeah, then the part to fix it will cost 1500, but <laughs> TV is a thousand. It's like, yeah. How did, how did the first TV get off the factory floor and cost $600 in the store? And now, you know, I have to spend, Eight hundred dollars on like this one individual part. What's the deal there? No. It's it's just like it's very fucking tiresome. I had I bought this coffee table um, when I first moved in here in July, and it was not well designed. So it was one of those like particle board sandwich particle board with the yeah. fake veneer. But instead of instead of the everything sitting on the bottom directly, the walls of the of it attached the bottom via those little pins and the twist lock deals. Oh yeah. 
And so, oh, those suck. Yeah. Yeah. One day scooting it around, I noticed that it was rocking and I thought like a leg had worked its way loose. Nope. One corner had just collapsed inside inside of itself. And I bought this, I bought the coffee table I did because it was nice and long because mm-hmm. I have a long sofa and it like one side opened up for storage and the, uh, the top part lifted up to like be a table. And then also there was a bunch of storage in there. Yeah. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, a hundred dollars. I think it was maybe two hundred dollars or two hundred fifty dollars. Like not a lot, but enough that you'd think that the thing would last more than fucking six months. Yeah. Um. And because I want to say, yeah, it it lasted maybe six or seven months. I bought it in in August, I think, and I think I threw it away before February, oh, or early February. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is this? And so I'm like, well, if I'm gonna buy a fucking coffee table, I'm gonna go to an antique store because at least if I spend two or three hundred dollars on a uh, something in an antique store, it's like, well, it's lasted for forty years so far, so yeah. it should probably make it. You know, I can, it'll be hard. <laughs> it'll be real wood and or not, you know, fucking shitty particle board. Yeah. And like I, that shit that's that's made for dorm rooms and. You you used to like you'd buy those kinds of fur- that kind of furniture that like cheap disposable furniture, mm. you know you get your first place in college and you like have your TV up on milk crates or whatever. But and but then like you get into your you know you graduate from college you get your first job, and some of that stuff moves with you and some of it gets thrown away or some of it gets given to another college student. But then you start accumulating things that are like a higher quality. And now I'm gonna buy like a nice dresser and a nice mm. mattress and a nice you know, bed lift. And, but that doesn't exist anymore. That like a middle ground before you're like 40 and you're going and buying a whole bedroom set from Mathis brothers or whatever furniture store. So that, you know, that has the latest style there, that like middle ground doesn't exist anymore. So it's all just shit dorm room tier furniture. And, and I'm, and I'm just like, who is this for? Yeah. No, surely nobody wants this. And people are only only have to just settle for this. Yeah, I just bought one of those like cheap college futon deals, but that's like just for my new stream setup. Like when I'm down here, like I have like a legit like couch that I yeah. bought a few years ago. I'm like, no, I am I have like a very nice sofa. But for down here, like I, I needed something small that could be like folded up if it needs to move. Uh, but you're right. Who knows how long it'll last? Maybe the legs will start wobbling on it because I have a queen size uh, bed frame I got from Amazon and uh, just one of the legs on the bed in the middle. It just won't attach to the screw that it came with. It just keeps <laughs> popping off. So now I got to find a slightly longer screw. That's the same width and hope it works. But you're right. A lot of that Amazon shit, it just falls apart and just shit in general, unless you're spending out the ass for it. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that's like, I definitely think we're in cultural decline. Mm. I think that, you know, the turn of the century was, that was where humanity peaked. (laughs) And it's just been like a slow downward progression since then. And we're just building up steam until hopefully in the next 10 years, we have like a world war or a massive depression. And about (laughs) you're like, hopefully we have a world war. Yeah. No, we, we need to, we, yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I mean, the only way that, our culture can get reset is by having 
a time of massive up- civil upheaval and unrest. <laughs> You're starting to sound like every bad guy in like, like was that literally like the bad guy's mission in Mission Impossible 4 and several other movies were like, no, you don't understand. If I destroy the world, we can start over and it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to identify more and more with those bad guys. I'm <laughs> like, like you know, yeah. Like the, the, no, the Iron mob. Man, oh, yeah. don't don't stop Thanos. Thanos was right. We, we there that was, was way too many fucking people. That's what they were doing in uh, the, the fucking the the one Godzilla movie. The lady's just like, I'm gonna release all the giant monsters, so they'll kill everyone, and then they'll plant some trees. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to be a supervillain. That's I'm. Society keeps telling me that I'm like evil for just wanting to be left alone and be yeah. and and like have a fire in my backyard and drink a beer and just be like sitting some fucking peace and quiet. Oh wait, and wait, I'm, wait! I, you, you you sit in your backyard and have a beer? I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was on a fucking Nazi podcast. You piece of shit. <laughs> That's my last episode of Here's What I Don't Get. I can't be with this uh, bigot over here. <laughs> And so I'm just like, yeah, let's embrace it, man. Fucking let's let's do it. I Civil War, World War, giant asteroid, whatever form <laughs> it ta- it takes that like some some true hardships. That is what we need to like reset our body. It's like my great grandparents. Um, my great grandmother died a few years ago. Uh, I guess about ten years ago now, but. Like she grew up through the depression and kept that fear. They like lived with that, that fear, Mm. the lost generation. uh, They live with this fear of scarcity. And so she, they had a, they had a, a garden where they grew food and they would can their own food and they would like cook quality food. And when, when they had their roof redone, um, my great grandfather for was not satisfied with the job that they did. No. He was in his late eighties or early nineties. He climbed up on the roof in the middle of fucking July and redid it himself. Like <laughs> the, there were, there were a caliber of people that just, I, if you took them and put them in younger body, they could not coexist with the people of today. Like yeah, but at the same time, they ended up giving birth to the generation who fucked us all over. So I I, I agree. Like they had their flaws, <laughs> so, but may, may, maybe because a lot of like the good ones probably were drafted into a war and died. So <laughs> maybe we were just stuck with the assholes afterwards. So that's that's a, as good of an explanation as any. But I just like there there are so many the youth of today are just like. <laughs> They will th- they will fall at the m- least amount of pressure, mm. and it's just like you cannot be this weak. You like you? How can you m- even possibly function? I remember my first day in college. Mm. Um, I started late. I didn't go to school until I was twenty two, and so no. my first day in college, I go to um, my English class. And the teacher says, all right, what, how long would you survive if right? Like you walk out of here and you are no longer, you're, you're kicked out of college. Your parents cut you off and you can only go into the world with the skills you have. And, and like, how long would you survive? 
And I think the the median answer in that class was less than a week. These people, and this is 10 years ago, these yeah. people did not have the confidence in them, themselves that they could survive for seven whole days without some kind of structure telling them what they need to do or someone spending money to hold them up. Like you I was going to say like, like 10 years ago, if I was completely cut off, money definitely would have been like, I wouldn't have had a place to stay, but like but I, you, I could have gotten a job or something. Yeah. Like no, I probably could have found a, like a friend to hang out with while I got a job to look for an apartment. I, there are things that I could have done. Like I was always working. I was never not working. Yeah, but yeah. Like, that the fact that they I, were like, "No, nah, I'm dead in the week." It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I was like, I, I don't know. I could probably walk out of here and get a job today, mm. and then just do that. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be able to live in like a nice apartment. I'd be in like yeah. some kind of shared housing situation or some shit box. Oh, I would definitely thing. be living in a shithole, but yeah, like, but I, I would like be alive. Survived. Yeah. And I think that 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 number is probably down even further. Mm. It's it's astonishing, and I don't know. I just hate, I hate the world that I live in. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I feel like I was when I was riding around yesterday. I was like, I really feel a complete disconnect from the world around me, in that I, I want to fix things. Mm. I want to buy a thing and make it last. I want to like learn and grow. And I, you know, I got fucking chastised last week or the week before about not being approachable to <laughs> these people because I'm scary. And it's like, well, what, what more do I, 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 I can't plaster a fucking smile to my face. I'm <laughs> Tab, you're scary. <laughs> Can you just be less scary? I mean, like, like I'm six, said that? I'll be, my boss told me that oh, my dude, boss I, told me pass that along from young people renting the theater space oh i'd be like are they, they were, bo- are they body shaping me like i can't control the way i look okay yeah, <laughs> like i'm sure i am intimidating to but so then at the same I, time I, I tell them i identify as a pleasant person okay because <laughs> <laughs> because then at the same time like there was, you know, there was a drunk guy in our lobby who was, yeah. who was, who, when my counterpart, who is the friendly one, mm-hmm. went to go intercede and stop him from doing what he was doing, he yeah. was getting real uppity with him. And then I walked up, and that situation did. He went, <laughs> he went from from about to get into a physical altercation with the ATD to when I walked up, became the nicest guy in the world. Oh yeah, I'll get out of here. Sorry for bothering you. So it's like, (laughs) well, it does kind of seem like maybe you need the mean guy because if they were two (laughs) nice people, he'd probably still be in the fucking lobby. (laughs) Uh, And so like, I feel like I feel divorced from the world around me because I don't want to be defined by my failures. I don't want to be defined by my weaknesses. I want to solve my own problems. And I Mm. want to fucking, I want something that's last that will last. Yeah. And 
nothing around me seems to want that anymore. It all just wants to be like, ah, oh, yeah, just just buy it a hundred times. But you yeah. know, oh, just just order this thing. Yeah, Amazon will get it to you overnight now. Just fucking order whatever you need off of Amazon and and just get the cheapest model that'll get here the fastest and slap that fucker in there. And if it breaks down in two weeks, just buy another one. And no. it's like, no, I don't want disposable things. I want a box of ticket stubs that are like that mean something. This mm. is like a physical represent. I, I saw this. I spent this time. I spent this with people. Well, look, I if you want to did a thing. If you want a physical, uh, representation of something i have two copies of delta i have delta force and delta force 2 on vhs if you need a physical uh chuck norris movie i have them here waiting for you tab or you can just stream it i have a yeah that's because that's another thing it's like the you know so i want to buy i'm you know as much as possible, I'm either buying physical media of movies that I love, TV mm-hmm. that I shows that I love, or I'm torrenting my own copies to yeah. have on a server ready to go forever because, yeah. like, the disposability, we can just – oh, we, we, they deleted – was it Scrubs or The Office? They deleted a bunch of episodes because someone was a, was a pedophile yeah, it was, in it or something. It was, uh, I don't know if it was that. Office definitely had stuff edited – Oh, uh, it was Scrubs deleted something because there was blackface in it. I think. Oh yeah, it. and also uh, Community did that too, which wasn't even blackface. The guy was supposed to be like an elf from like a wizarding game or something, and uh, yeah, they kicked that off. That's why, thank God, I have all the seasons of Seinfeld on DVD, and yeah. thank God that Zoomers aren't into Seinfeld. Thank fuck. Uh, my my editor, who's younger, my former editor now. When Seinfeld hit Netflix, I had to tell her she's like in her early 20s. I'm like, make sure none of your friends watch Seinfeld. And I'm like, also you don't watch Seinfeld. Make sure everyone that's your age and younger just be like, nah, Seinfeld, it sucks. Don't watch it because I don't want them like I have the physical stuff, but it's like, please don't pull the episodes down. Uh, I bought, I I ended up buying the first 10 seasons of The Simpsons because, you know, I only had like the first three for years mm -hmm. and then it was on Disney Plus. I was like, oh, fine. I can watch like early Simpsons and then they said, like, oh, we had to take down the Michael Jackson episode. Oh, we got to take this down. I'm like, all right, well, now I'm buying all 10 seasons of the ones that I like just so I have them and I can watch them in whenever I want. Yeah. And so – and nobody cares because yeah. something just not existing that doesn't exist is, like, normal. Oh, no, we've always been at war with Eurasia. We we – the Simpsons, you know, there was never a season three, episode 17 of The Simpsons. They yeah. just skipped straight to 18, like a superstition. Like, oh, sometimes they build buildings and they skip the 13th story. And so they just, you know, it's <laughs> 12 and then 14. It's like, yeah, but 14 is 13, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, when it comes to physical stuff, I am trying to, like, my personal collection, I'm trying to, like, like, I like streaming movies for movies that I know I'm not going to watch multiple times. But you're right. There's movies that I love, and I'm like, okay, I kind of want the physical version of that so I can watch it whenever I want. Yeah, watch <laughs> it in the trenches during World War III. <laughs> I'll still be doing the show from World War III. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. We I'm talking with, uh, with Corporal uh, <laughs> Richie over here, and we're talking yeah. about... Me and, me and Corporal Richie were talking about uh, uh, Under Siege 2. Didn't think it was as good as the first one, Richie. What did you think? And then he just gets oh, exploded. <laughs> oh, God, Richie's dead. Oh, I, 
Tim, how well do you remember Under Siege 2? <laughs> yeah, I think it's the one with the train. All right, you're on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Me and Tab, we're in our, uh, we're, I guess because we're bad guys. We're in our, uh, yeah. we're in our uh, criminal lair. We're about to overthrow the government. And uh, today we're talking about, um, uh, I'm just looking at the wall. Uh, risky business with Tom Cruise. Remember that scene where he slides tab? That's fun. What a what a thrilling movie. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, well, that's my issue. Disposability. I'm tired of it. I want I want things that last. I want to live in a world where well, that's... you buy something forever, where you fix the problem instead of just replacing the thing. Well, I'm glad you're, I'm sure you're about to announce that all 333 episodes of Here's What I Don't Get will be on CD and DVD uh, and, cassette. <laughs> and cassette and cassette and vinyl. vinyl. Actually, they're going to be all on mini disc. Oh, nice. Mini disc. Yeah. That's a popular one. <laughs> anyway, I, yep. I, I could probably like burn the them all to like a blu-ray or something if someone you probably a physical release that would probably yeah. be the, the easiest way to do that because not all the, of them are video right when did you start video we've been video off and on for a long time okay yeah so there there are some that are video and some that are not hmm. and uh, we go through like phases of video. I think this is the longest run of doing actual video because Tim and I didn't do video when he started, but then we did do video for a bit, and then that was a fucking disaster. <laughs> back to video. We weren't using StreamYard. Like we were trying to do it all locally on hardware, and it just like caused so many fucking problems. And then you had to yeah. test on and be a problems anyway. Oh, so you're using a streaming thing instead of physical hardware? You hypocrite! I am a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> now uh, StreamYard does make it way easier though. Well, this has been Here's I Don't Get. I'm Tab Burt. And I'm Tony from Hack the Movies. Catch you guys next week. If you want to call in the Here's Here's What I Don't Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can leave us a voicemail in the Discord under voicemail upload. I've got one of those right here. Yes, hello there. I figured now's the time I make my debut here on the Here's What I Don't Get hotline in celebration of 333 episodes. Seeing how this show is a bright the brink of death because of our contributions, it makes me proud that I am your loyal Spike producer. I listen to this show all the time, every now and then, just because I enjoy listening to these issues that you guys complain about. It's really fun to just talk about what we always hate about life. And I don't know about you, but I like to think to myself that if it wasn't for me being a spy producer, this show would have been long gone by then. Cheers to 33, and hopefully to 33 more, and many more of being a spy producer. From your spy producer fan, Deli18, or Deli, whichever you pronounce it better oh and uh by the way be on the lookout for some random weirdo calling the here's where i don't get a hotline i heard they're calling in and getting just confused with some pizza company i don't know that's them not me oh no what was that i just opened up the voicemail hotline yeah there are 15 voicemails and they are from 
uh, a lot of them are from unknown numbers. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, this I played this one last week, but it was for you, so... Okay. Last voicemail, this is for Tony from Hack the Movie. Why the okay. fuck do you have three litter boxes for one cat? <sighs> because I have the worst cat in the world. <laughs> That's why. Because whoever the cat's original owner was didn't train it properly. Uh, and then we didn't know what to do with it. And that, so, yeah. So my cat, if it's just like too far from its litter box uh, and there's any kind of carpet or rug around, it'll be like, that's the same thing as a litter box. I'll just go right there. So I have to have multiple litter stations for her. So she never has the idea to just piss wherever she wants. Cause again, whoever originally had her didn't tell us about this. And if I ever see them, I will fucking punch them in the face for not letting us know how terrible this cat is. So yeah, that's why I have three litter boxes because she's terrible. Uh, this is a long one. I don't get when you're being herded like cattle, but all the evidence suggests that you're like an elite cattle. Um, so we we went to uh, try to set up a, a new checking savings account with a new bank because we moved and our old bank doesn't have any branches in a convenient location and, and this one also had a promotion going on um, so we had to make an appointment we go in um, with the baby by the way we're expecting just oh by the way um, you shouldn't need an appointment you can sometimes do this online but if you're trying to create an, a joint account they want you to like come in. So we're expecting to just present our IDs, sign something, and they'll hand us Possibly. the account and routing number and yeah. we'd be good to go. Um, and also we had an appointment time. So we go in, we wait at least half an hour in, in this um, small lobby of this bank. Okay. And then the, um, we're, we had to like, or we went up like a few times to, be like, what's going on? And finally, uh, we go in. We're about to get started. And then he mentions that they they want to run a, a credit check, which we were not expecting if we're trying to open a checking and savings account. Um, so we're like, credit? No, our, our, we have um, security freezes on all of our credit reports. He's like, well, do you want to tell me the info and I'll run it anyway? No, you fucking moron. It's not going <laughs> to fucking work. Why? I, I don't know why you need to do that. But um, but so basically we have to schedule another appointment um, what, so that we can unfreeze our uh, our credit. So we, we do that. We go in a couple weeks later. It's the same dude. He, he doesn't remember us from the last one. So we get... So, like, the first five minutes of the script is all the same. Despite the fact we reminded him that we came in previously. Um, so, next, one of the IDs that they'll accept is a credit card, and I already have a credit card with this bank. Um, so, I hand him that as my ID, and he puts in the number. And, I, I mean, this is, this is kind of a humble brag. I, I don't carry a, a credit card balance. Um, so we, he's certainly seeing my account information. He would be seeing that I, I don't have a, a low balance, but I have a 
decent credit limit. Like, you don't get this credit limit without doing a few things right. Um, Jesus Christ, this guy needs to learn how to get to the fucking point. <laughs> well, that's the end of voicemail number one. Oh, Jesus, what the fuck? This is Jessica. Minute made refreshing and tasting apple juice from concentrate added ingredients made with 100% juice. Good source of calcium, 100% vitamin C. With 100% daily value of vitamin C, 10% daily value of calcium, and no added sugar. We hope you enjoy your apple juice. Da -da 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 -da. So, uh, Minute Maid sponsoring us. So, so someone's reading. What, what was the, what was the guy's fucking credit story? Like, why did oh, he we'll, get, we'll get back to that. This oh my god. Um, and okay, right now we're. Got a lot of snow around, and we can't get the car doors open because of ice. I got the last pound of ground beef down to uh, fix some chili for supper. Fucking hate chili. But, uh, we're running low on this about everything. We do love you. And we appreciate it if you could call us to let us know that you're still alive. Is this like your Thank mom? You. <laughs> no. Not my mom. This is mom. Okay, we need two angel food cakes. No icing. One noodle. Payday. Mozzarella cheese. get their mom the voicemail <laughs> Spaghetti straw, OJ, hot dogs, cream of mush. Where should I get this lady's shopping list? <laughs> Do you not get the angel food cake? What the fuck? Did you not get my message? Sure didn't, dipshit. chocolate funk, two vanilla ice cream. No, you don't sound like you need any more ice cream, ma'am. 24 pack Diet Coke and oh, four diet. six pack of Diet Coke. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> we might have some mail for you to look at when you do come. Thank <laughs> you. We love you again. I love you always. Bye. Who did this to the poor mother? They like change their phone number in their phone. It I there's an intro where I'd say like, "Hey, reach here so I don't get. Tell us what you don't get after the beep or something." I don't remember what it is. I recorded years ago, so I can't imagine that someone hears that and goes like, "Oh, I must be calling my my son, my daughter, or whatever." <laughs> Fucked up, man. Here's what I don't get. Why aren't you calling anymore? And also get me some vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Same caller, bank story. Um, Jesus, so I, I hand them the credit card that's with their bank, and I, I have a credit <laughs> limit. It's a humble brag, but basically, like, with this credit limit, like, I could go out and buy a boat, like, no question asked with a credit card. It would be oh, stupid, gosh. but they 
um, you know, they've already extended me a line of credit that would let me like go out and one day and spend uh, more than like the gross annual income of a teacher. It, um, so based on that, like we're kind of already in a certain place financially, but he still goes through all the fucking script. He's like, do you already do any banking or have a bank account anywhere? I'm like, dude, I, I handed you this credit card that's not it's not a starter card. We're um we're adults and I'm, I'm not here giving you like like hello sir, I I've been saving my, my coin collection for two years and I saved up twenty five dollars and I'd like to open an account. You know, we're so we say, look, man, our caregiver um, is uh, our babies with the caregiver. We need to get home in a little bit, um, you know, because he's asking, like, do you do any investing? So we go through the thing. He runs the report. We also provide our employment information, by the way. So. I don't think there's any speed control. After we kind of get everything pushed through, like, okay, now I'm going to send you a text message with a link to our mobile app. Do you use an Android phone? Like, I'm all, there's almost no way I'm using this card and I'm not on the app, but also, do you mean the app where I go to the app store and type in the name of your bank? Um, So he texts us that and then, he he keeps offering to assist us to set up the app. Like, like we need to ask him how to set up a strong password. And then he um, goes to print off some documents, and he gives us a document. He's like, you can hand this to your employer so they can set up direct deposit. And like, I, I just go to the HR portal and type in the account routing. What, what yeah. is this for? But Welcome to 2023, um, buddy. <laughs> anyway, um, this guy is still so, fucking going? And then he asks uh, one or two more times if we want to talk to an investment advisor. No, we just want the checking of savings. We we say we want to decline overdraft protection. And then he starts explaining. All right. There's a part three, but first, let's see if mom has anything more to say. Hey, I need you to call me back as soon as you can. We need to discuss Isaiah's schooling. This English is not working out for him very well. A lot of it has to do he has his own thinking. It's almost like comprehensive comp. He has to write his own stuff in sentences. And it doesn't give any answers. He has to think for himself on these answers. Please call me back when you can. Do you know what's immensely frustrating about these voicemails, Tony? <laughs> yeah. Is that they're all from unknown they're all from unknown numbers. So I can't call them back. Because I would. I would call them back and be like, hey, uh, I got your message about Isaiah's schooling. What what should, what could we do? By the way, you're live on the air. <laughs> why why are you getting so many unknown numbers that have nothing to do? I feel like this is Andy's fault. <laughs> Fire alarm. Good afternoon. I just wanted to reach out and let everyone know that we had the fire alarm go off today. Staff on the special care unit placed some food in the microwave and it began to smoke. 
there was not a fire. Our residents on the special care unit were briefly relocated outside until the smoke could be removed from the building. Thank you for your attention and have a great day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Dad, we're checking you into this nursing home. You need a phone number? Oh, shit. I'm not giving him my fucking phone number. <laughs> so fucking... Dad, Dad, this, this might be the worst or the best voicemail segment. I can't decide. <laughs> I don't know who you get this. You need to call me back. This was Cassie's man. Oh, Kathy's friend. We got Kathy's friend calling. I would love to call Kathy's friend back right now. Unknown number. All right. Here's the exciting conclusion to the bank story. Bank story, last installment. Um, so we uh fuck, I don't remember where it was. Um <laughs> the uh, the direct deposit form, the app and investing. Um <laughs> And then overdraft uh, protection. Um, we, we say we decline it, and then he starts explaining it as if we don't already know what overdraft protection is. Um, if, if we've already reached a point where we know that we want to decline it, don't you figure we're – so we, we keep having to kind of cut him off, push him along. Um, anyway, your TSA story reminded me of that. <laughs> that's what it, That's what the – <laughs> here you go tab here you go you ready ready yeah here, here uh tab i went to the uh the bank the other day and i was trying to open up a credit card and the fucking guy was giving me this whole runaround he kept like uh telling me i need to do this i need to do that and i kept telling him i i did that i did that and then i come back a week later he totally forgot who i was it gave me the runaround again can you believe it i cannot believe it tony there you go there's the story why did that need to be three fucking voicemails <laughs> Just, just say they gave me the runaround. That's that's how you shorten that. Oh, they gave me the runaround. Oh my god! I love all that just to be like, yeah, it kind of reminds me of your TSA story. Like, does it? Oh, the fuck! <laughs> we got more unknown voicemailers. Well, I've got a question for you. Uh, okay, right down your alley. This Elo set. Is will stay on about like three to five minutes and then set itself off. Black screen. You got any ideas outside of a bumping hammer and beat the hell out of it? <laughs> Wait, this down the alley. There's a there's a light. It's green, and you got to beat it with a ball peen. <laughs> what the. F- I've got a question for you. Uh, right down your alley. Wait, we just heard this, this one. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to figure out. So, so I think he's. I think he's. Uh, like, it's not in an alley. I think it's okay, in right. like. It's it's in your like it's down oh, your alley. Oh god. Okay. 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 Let's let's really di- dissect this one. <clears throat> it's short, so it's easy. Okay. Alley. This evil set is will stay on. Okay, I don't know what the set is. Is it TV set? Did he say TV set? I, I he heard said he, something set. I thought he said little shit. <laughs> this evil set is evil. the The transcript says evil is set. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever trust the Google Voice well, transcript. Stay on that for like three to five minutes, and then set itself off. Black screen. 
You got any ideas? My guess I is that the capacitor is going to be hammer and beat the hell out of it. I, I don't know how to help that guy. I hope that guy ended up getting an answer. Wow, well, you're useless. Point. And I hope I hope Isaiah gets his English grades up. Here's what I don't get. When people keep cutting off your voicemails before the punchline. <sighs> All that work. Fake fapping. Emmy worthy acting. All for nothing. Nothing! Well, don't make them three minutes long. <laughs> Stop playing three minute long voicemails, you asshole. Hi. Is this Chuckle fucking half pizza plaza? I like to place an order of one jumbo mushroom pizza sausage paper, olive meatball Canadian, and cream of pizza. Oh, and make sure that the crust is thick and garlic. I didn't know my address because I'm currently homeless. Me and my family were on a road trip to Philadelphia, but we got into a severe jelly car crash, and only I was the sole survivor. All I have is my mom's phone, my dad's wallet, and the sheets of paper advertising your pizza place. I'm looking forward to paying the English pizza soon. Cheers. By the way, you, you have court, you, you sell Coors Light. I could you also use that to drink my memories away. Thank you. Uh, classic Coors Light drinker. <laughs> because I spent 200 in at Walmart. I gave Brenda 140 for bills. And then I got five packs of cigarettes. That's like 50 bucks. So I'll be okay for a while if... Um, if I need more, then I'll just message you. And whenever I come into that 5000 I'm giving you 3000 to put up. Probably more than that, to be honest. Period. <laughs> so again, I'm and just we like- should be getting that in a couple of weeks. Again, I'm just thinking of... Period. Hey, just hey. Don't let me go stupid. <laughs> hey, don't. The, here's what I don't get. Let, let us know what you don't get. Because Jeremy wants me to get him over you. Uh, uh, that's a weird voicemail. That's a weird voicemail <laughs> greeting for like a person that I actually know. Anyway, I guess I'll continue to leave this voicemail <laughs> about like specific financial shit. Hey Scott, this is Michelle, uh, district manager for Springleaf. I talked with you yesterday. We had to set to make an interest payment today in the office. Um, you know, if you can't get, pay the full amount that they talked to you about yesterday, if we could at least get that 157 in, that would be great because at least that's paying the bigger account interest oh, payment. On, I know you're just on unemployment. <clears throat> I'd love to work with you on this. And if you could call me back at 253. <laughs> <laughs> Not making that mistake again. Oh, so Scott. <laughs> someone left a fake number at their where they're yeah. paying their mortgage or something. <laughs> Credit card or car payment or something. You should call and be like, hey, this is Scott. I'm not going to be able to pay you. Hey, this is Scott. I ain't paying shit. Get fucked. Again, again, 
This is here's what I don't get. Let us know what you don't get. Hey, Scott, you're in our. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That was so fucking stupid. <laughs> Seven zero four seven five zero nine four three four. Is that the phone number? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you. I thought. Oh, you're calling the voice. I thought you were yeah. calling Scott's landlord or whatever. This is the "Here's What I Don't Get" podcast. Tell us what you don't get. That's the greeting. <laughs> <sighs> I say his English is bad. Get some milk from the store. This is a podcast. You just called into a podcast. What? I guess I better leave a voicemail of nothing. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Ugh. What the fuck is happening? I have no idea, but that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. There you oh, go. Uh, be sure to leave our voicemail num- number on whatever application you you give for any future job, any yeah. kind of investment scheme. Like, si- go to go to those like multi level marketing things and put our yeah. number on there. Feel free. If you need a reference for a job, yeah, if you need that- a reference for a job, that would be a great number to put on there. Oh, that's uh, weird. He left a podcast as his reference. <laughs> You call back and you're like, Jim's the best employee I've ever had. I'm going to kill myself because I'm so sad he's leaving. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. That was That's intense. it. That was our voicemail. So <laughs> until next time. <sighs> anyway. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>